Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shoemate of Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. We've entitled our study, A Journey Through John. And my, my, what a journey it has been thus far. We know that and believe that Jesus is in his last hours before going to Calvary. He's with his chosen men. And he's somewhere between the place of the upper, the room where they had the last uh, supper and the place called Gethsemane in the garden where he's going to pray. We're reading in chapter 16. Today we're going to deal with verse 12 down through verse 15. Jesus has spoken many great powerful truths to his disciples over the course of this walk. And today we're going to continue our study. And yesterday we looked at the Holy Spirit and some of the things the Holy Spirit does. And we'll continue talking about the Comforter, the Holy Spirit today as well. And we looked at that work. His work, the Holy Spirit's work is work of reproof. And that means convincing and convicting uh, us of sin. And then also of righteousness. And I believe that is speaking of the righteousness of the Lord Jesus. And then of judgment. And he convinces us of judgment. He convicts us of the judgment that is to come. Jesus condenses the work of the Holy Spirit into these three large topics. And he really doesn't give a, a lot of detail about it, but we find more details in the scripture at other places. Jesus says in verse number 12 of John 16, I have yet many things to say to you unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. So it's interesting what Jesus is referring to. I think that he's talking about the many changes that would soon come into the life of the disciples. Their life was going to change forever from what they knew. You see, Jesus knew those changes were coming, and he wanted his disciples to be warned and to be uh, knowledgeable about them, but yet they were not ready and they were not to the place where he could share that with them. And so he says, you can't bear it now because their hearts were filled with sorrow because they heard him say, 
that he was going to leave them. Now, I want you and I just for a moment to consider today the many changes that the disciples saw in their life. They saw multitudes of changes in their life. You know what? You and I, most of us, don't like change. Boy, we don't like anything at church to change, do we? I mean, if we change something, man, somebody's going to get bent out of shape over change. But let me say this, change that is not contrary to the Word of God, that is beneficial to the help of the people of God, is okay. And it's all right. We can change if it helps us to change for the better. I'm not changing the Bible that I preach out of. I'm not changing uh, the old hymns of the faith that we love to sing. I'm not going that way, and that's not what I'm talking about. But just for the sake of doing things, because it's tradition, the tradition of men, without it being the traditions of God, is not necessarily uh, right or wrong if, if we change them. Amen? And so understand that. We can change some things, and, and it's okay. We shouldn't get bent out of shape over silly things that doesn't make any difference. It's not uh, a biblical-based uh, commandment of it and we should be careful when we complain about change. The disciples were going to see many things, many, many things change in their life. Think about this. They they would see Jesus crucified. They would see the Lord three days later risen from the grave. They would see 40 days later the ascension of the Lord. They would be there on the mount as he ascended up to heaven. Think about that. They they were there on the day of Pentecost together, and they were in the upper room, and the, the sound as a rushing mighty wind came, and, and it filled them with the Holy Ghost, and they were there to experience that on the day of Pentecost when Peter preached, and 3,000 souls were saved. So it's an amazing thing that all that they saw, they saw the birth of the church, they saw the preaching of the gospel, they saw the Old Testament system of sacrifice replaced forever by one sacrificial lamb on Calvary's cross. They began to see the persecution uh, against them and other believers. They knew uh, all these things, and as they experienced them, I can't help but feel that their minds went back to the words Jesus was speaking to them here. As we think about this, Jesus knew all about the change that was going to take place, and he wanted to tell them, but yet they weren't able to handle the news, and that is very true. I think of our lives and how merciful God is by not allowing us to know the things ahead of us that might, uh, that we might not right now be able to bear. But can I tell you, child of God, whatever it is you face in life, there's grace to be given. And God's grace is sufficient. It'll help us, but there are times in life if we knew the future, we would worry ourselves to death today. So think about that. That's something to be thankful for. But the many changes that soon would come to the lives of the apostles and the disciples, rather, they, the, their life was going to be forever changed. And life always is a continual changing. It, things don't always stay the same. They're always changing. And secondly, this morning, the manifestation of the Holy Ghost. Jesus in 13, John 16, 13 says, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, 
For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Verse 14, he shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and, it, and shall show it unto you. Now, here it is. There's several things that Jesus is speaking of about the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit came, he did seven at here that Jesus is talking about. He was going to do seven different things. And I'm going to just throw them out to you this morning quickly. First of all, the Holy Spirit guides us into all truth. If you want to know truth, you need to know the Holy Spirit. Secondly, he never promotes himself. The Holy Spirit never brags upon himself, but he always points to the Lord Jesus. Yes, that's exactly right. Thirdly, he speaks God's words, and we find that he will guide you into all truth. He shall not speak of himself, verse 13, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. What do you mean by that? He's hearing God and God's commandments and God's voice and God's words. And so that is what the Holy Spirit speaks. He speaks Jesus' words. Not only that, he shows or reveals things to come. And that's what the Bible says. In verse 13, For whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. So the Holy Spirit is the revealer of things to come. Not only that, but number five, he always gives glory and honor to Jesus. Notice this in verse 14, he shall glorify me. And boy, isn't that wonderful today? Number six, he is an ambassador of Christ. Jesus gives him instructions. He does God's will. You say, Pastor, where do you get that? In verse 14, it says, he shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine. In other words, Jesus said, everything that God has is mine. I have authority over that. All power, all authority is given unto Jesus. And so the Holy Spirit hears what the Lord has to say, and he is an ambassador. Jesus gives him instructions, and the Holy Spirit does the will of God. Number seven, he reveals God's will to us. In verse 14, notice it again. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. You see, when you are given uh, the wisdom of God, it's coming through the Holy Spirit from the Lord Jesus. So we see the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. In a nutshell, I'm rushing through this, but let me give you one more. We're going to close this morning. The mystery of the Godhead is being revealed. In verse 15, Jesus said, All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I, He that, that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. And that's the reasoning behind it. The mystery of the Godhead is being revealed. You see, Jesus again says, all that the Father has is his. And then Jesus said, the Spirit, being God, has the privilege to share in that all that is the Father's and the Son, and also to show it to you and I. You see, he is the revealer of God the Father and God the Son to you and I. And I'm glad that he is. Thank God for the Holy Spirit of God. Well, we thank you for tuning in today. And I hope that you know 
this man named Jesus. I hope that you know the Holy Spirit of, the, of God. I hope that you know the Son of God. And if you know the Son of God and you know the Holy Spirit, you also know God the Father. I'm glad that we love the Lord. Amen. Glad I'm saved today. And I hope and pray that you know that as well. Well, may God bless you. Lord willing, we'll be back again for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. Until then, this is Pastor Donnie bidding you a great day. God bless you as our prayer. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done.